Hey everybody, welcome back to an all new episode of The Real Couple. We're The Real Couple, I'm Dallas. And I'm Paige. And we're The Real Couple. And today, we're talking about a very exciting movie. Yeah. We're, we're talking, I'm going to take that one more time. We're talking about a very exciting movie. This is true. We are talking about Fast X. Yeah, it's the 10th movie in the Fast and the Furious series, the 11th installment in the Fast and the Furious universe. Correct. And just, just you know, to, to get into it, I loved it. I really, really enjoyed this. And I did not. No? No. Really? Where would you rank this? Do you have any idea where, like... I don't no. think you really know the movies well enough to be like, it's somewhere between this one and this one, but, you know. No. Okay. I just feel like this one, like, in the past, yes, they have been over the top and ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But they've at least been, like, funny and enjoyable. Really? This one, like, tried to get back to the roots. But just fell so flat for me. Wow. And for me, I felt like this, uh, there were times when they were over the top and ridiculous. And then there was a certain moment where they got too over the top and too ridiculous that I couldn't even enjoy it anymore. So I feel like um, you've got the first first movie, which is fine. Yeah. Second movie, which is just kind of dumb. Yeah. But there's nothing ridiculous about it that much. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry. That came so fast. That came so fast. fast X. X. Anyways. Um, so, yeah. Second one is just dumb, but it doesn't go that over the top. Third one is good. But, like. I like Tokyo Drift. I like Tokyo Drift. But That's I, probably my favorite one. Of all of them? Yeah. Or at least it's up there. Okay, yeah. Um, I like Tokyo Drift. I think the whole concept of, like, this guy gets sent to a new school, and then there's a girl, and he's like, hi, you seem nice. And her abusive-ass tyrant of a boyfriend is like, (laughs) you have disrespected my honor and my people and my car. (laughs) And he's like, okay. But he's like, he's so Texan, he can't walk away from it. So he's like, where I come from, that means we got to straight race each other. Yeah, so let, let's do that. And he's like, well, here we don't dr- street race normally. We street race street race sideways. And he's like, what? That's not how cars drive. Cars drive forward, you fucking weirdo. Um, I, I think that's all just so silly and weird. But then you have Han in that movie, who's just this like, I'm, I'm kind of, like I'm the only adult here, so I guess I'm the wise old man. So I'm just going to throw out some random, like, Uncle Iroh type shit. Like, I'm so profoundly wise, but it is in the middle of a Fast and the Furious movie. So it's just kind of like, eh, I guess so. Um, and then Fast Five, I think is, or No. That's only three. Four. Yeah, then we get uh, Fast and Furious. I think Fast and Furious is the first time they're like, let's try being ridiculous, but also let's not try having a good plot line. And it just, it's dumb. It sucks and it's dumb and I don't like it. And then Fast Five is like. Fast Five is good. Fast Five is Fast Five is up there. I 
easily put Fast Five. Well, not easily. I put Fast Five, I think, in the number one spot with Fast and the Furious, the first movie. I think in a close second. But depending on the day, they may flip-flop. Um, and then beyond that, after Fast Five, like, Fast Five is so good that even with the ridiculousness that is dragging the safe, the rest of the movie is so good that even, like, normal people are like, that's a good movie. It just ends with something ridiculous, but other than that, it's still really, really good. Mm -hmm. I would say every Fast and the Furious movie after that, if you're not down with ridiculous, you can't. Because you're going to be like, but the runway was too long. Or, um, but they jumped a car out of a, a, a skyscraper. skyscraper and into another skyscraper. And then back to the original one. And no one ever bitches about that <laughs> part. The fact that once they jump from one skyscraper to another, they then have to pull the e-brake, turn around, and jump back into the first one. Just ridiculous. Um, and then, yeah, like, that stuff, I was like, this is so too much for me. I think, um, what is it? Uh Furious 7, that has the beautiful Paul Walker send-off. So that's why that's I'm willing yeah, to hang. That's a beautiful one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, there's still that moment when the uh, the huge bus is, like, falling off the cliff and he has to run up the bus, yep. jump and grab mm-hmm. onto the spoiler of Letty's car. It's ridiculous, but I'm here for it at that point. It's when, once we hit Fate of the Furious. That one is rough. It's bad. Fate is the one where it's like, we're going to hack into every car. And just so you know, every car has this weird ability to drive itself. Yeah, fate is yeah. fate is rough. And like, so all of that is dumb and ridiculous and stuff. But we haven't even gotten to the submarine ice, like frozen lake chase. That is so stupid. It is. And like at some point there's a big explosion and Dom is out of his car and everyone blocks the explosion by just like bringing their cars between him and the fire. And it's like, that's not how fire works. That's not how, it's also not how ice works. It's also not how like cars work. Yeah. It's just all Physics does not apply in the Fast and Furious universe. Yeah. Like, so. Which is why in nine, Luda gets sent into space in a scuba suit. Yeah, like, and the crazy thing with Nine, I don't even know. I thought Nine was at least fun. It was out of this world, pun intended, ridiculous. It almost... But it was fun. Like, I thought Nine was so dumb. And, like, there's... So, everyone always points at the uh, space car, which is a big deal. But for me swinging the car with the vine with the uh rope bridge uh, rope yeah. that was a moment where i was like bro stop it and then in addition to that being like john cena's been here since the very beginning how did you not know this <laughs> and i was like bro stop it how has he been here and they're like he's genetically I the s- sibling of dominic toretto i was like bro no don't do this and then in addition to that there's there i feel like if we went back and rewatched nine we would constantly be like i have no recollection of this stupid ass scene or this stupid ass scene or this stupid ass scene like i'm pretty sure there's one where i think i liked nine better than ten what are you kidding me i felt like ten they tried to do too many storylines they're trying to wrap up 
everything. So everyone got brought back. There's so many storylines. There's so much happening. It gets so convoluted. And I know this is like part one of three of the finale, Mm -hmm. but it just, there was no storyline. There was no, wow. no, it was just chaos. And I feel like... It felt to me chaos almost on the level of Fantastic Beasts 3. Whoa, that's disturbing. I can't believe you just spoke those words. How dare you? I can't believe you don't agree. Dude, okay, so for me, uh, it felt like this new one is chock full of ridiculous things, but every one of those ridiculous, like, out of nowhere, like, how are they, how is this happening? Every time there's a bomb rolling through a city or, you know, having to drive off the edge of a dam, stuff like that, it's always in response to something being done by Jason Momoa. And I think Jason Momoa is easily the best villain of the entire series. I would agree with that. I actually really liked Jason Momoa in this movie. I liked that he didn't take himself too seriously. I liked that he was flamboyant. I thought the scene where he was painting the nails of the dead guys with their eyes taped open was hilarious. And I felt like that seemed... uh, So we just recorded our episode on Guardians 3. It... Jason Momoa's character in this felt almost like a James Gunn character where it was allowed to sort of like, what can we get away with in this franchise? And there's this one character that's like, I'm going to step past that line several times in this movie. I could see that. Like there's going to be a guy that's clearly dead, eyes taped open, like mouth taped into a smile a fly is going to land on his naked eyeball. like, And the whole time, Jace Momoa is just going to be like, you're crazy, man. He was really, like... He was fun. He was fun and terrifying. Mm-hmm. And, like... Um, I also really liked John Cena's character in this movie. Yes! For a character that I hated being introduced in the last movie, it really felt like now that he's here, they might as well write him just being crazy and i was so happy his with John kayak Cena. plane dude i did actually like that felt fast and furious to okay me. yeah and and the fact that it turns out to be a glider jet thing and every time we've seen it up until now john cena is casually carrying it on his shoulder like it ain't no thing which it's like one of those um, in retrospect, he's flexing hard. Like, they're, they're making him seem, like, jacked out of his mind. But they don't tell you they're showing him being jacked out of his mind until after all of that's been done. And I thought that was really funny. Um, I liked when he very first came in, in the fight oh, scene in the house, when yes. you just see the one guy just fly. Just fly <laughs> through the air. And then it cuts to um, Mia's face, and as soon as the guy flies into the wall, it clicks for her immediately. So she just sees the guy just get blasted. And she's like, oh, yay, good. And as an audience member, I was like, is it Hobbs? 
who just arrived? Who is that? And then finally, like, he comes walking into the room, and I was like, duh. It's, yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yes. Sweet. Also, I feel like somebody needs to do a body count of how many fully armored men were taken out in this movie by people barehanded shorts and a t-shirt yes yeah. like there you you have people in like bulletproof motorcycle helmets getting head butted yeah. by just people with hair in kevlar vests with ak-47s mm-hmm. like yeah it was and i loved it uh one moment that i was I was really disappointed because I was wanting it to go in a more ridiculous direction. At some point, Han starts eating a muffin. Oh, and then yeah. discovers that it's in Pete with Davidson's yes. shop. Can we talk <laughs> about Pete, Pete Davidson? Davidson. <laughs> Thank you. Um, oh, oh, if we're talking about cameos, at some point, John Cena's walking through the airport with the kayak over his shoulder and he bumps into this couple. And the guy, he's just like, oh, sorry. And the guy's like, oh, oh, no worries, no worries. And he walks off. It was Josh Dunn. The drummer from 21 Pilots literally is in this movie long enough to go, oh, no, you're okay. Excuse me. And that's literally it. (laughs) I was floored. I love how Fast and the Furious has grown so big that just any celebrity of any status We'll just come to them and be like, can I come in? <laughs> can I be in the background of a shot? <laughs> it makes no sense. And I love it so, so much. Um, but yeah, like because of how good Jason Momoa was, I felt like all of the ridiculous things. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm down because it's not. It. I feel like in a previous movie, it would have cut from something ridiculous to Charlize Theron going, that's exactly how I planned for all of this to go. And instead, it was cutting to Jason Momoa going, holy shit, that was crazy. Did you guys see that? That was crazy. Oh my gosh. And it just sort of had this like, oh, he's kind of surprised by it too. Okay, cool. The one time that like it kind of broke a bit was at the very end when they're on the bridge and the two trucks are coming and Jason Momoa is like, I, I knew everything that was going to happen up until now and i i knew all of it was come was going to come to a head on this specific dam shut the fuck up (laughs) like yeah um but yeah so uh a couple like we've already been talking spoilers but here we're getting into like the big reveals now uh very end of the movie gal gadot's back I'm so upset about this. That didn't even surprise. Like, it it surprised me to be like, oh my gosh, she's back. But there was no part of me that was like, but wait a minute, didn't she die? Like, that was not surprising. The only people in this franchise that stay dead are the people that died in real life. Or the people who died in, like, the first movie. Yeah. Like. I'm so mad. Okay, we all know my love for Gal Gadot. Yes. We have talked about this in previous episodes. We have. But no. Yeah. We never saw a body. Oh, is that the requirement? I mean, we pretty much saw a body for uh, Han. Like, he was in the car. I'm pretty sure he was, like, making eye contact with the main character of uh, Yeah, Tokyo he Drift. was. 
when the car explodes. And then all of a sudden in, uh, I think it's Fate? Maybe it's F9. But in one of those, he comes back and they're just like, how? And he's like, just planned all along. Crazy stuff. But they never even explain how it happened. With this, the concept that Gal Gadot is like, I fell into fog. And then, you know. And, all and she have just to... like stayed hidden all these years? Just like Han did, yeah. It's so stupid. Ugh, I'm so babe, annoyed. Babe. Honestly, also, like, if that annoys you. I just was really bugged that like one of the five million storylines in this movie Put Letty and what's her name Charlie in freaking Antarctica. I thought that was great. In a prison, and then just left them there for half the movie. And at the very end, it's like, oh, don't worry, Gal Gadot's in an ice sub. Yeah. Fuck that. What? So dumb. Oh my gosh, I was so happy. Like the fact that it was like. And what was the reason for Letty and what's her name's fight? Just because they wanted to have girls fight. Like it was pretty much just uh she they both want to get out of here and Letty is is agreeing to the whole like the only way to get out of here is to work together. And she's like, No, you're gonna be my stepping stone. I'm just not gonna let you know you're just my stepping stone. And as soon as it's like, All right, there's the doorway, we just need to walk through it, she's like, Cool. Real quick, I'm gonna kick your ass because you deserve it. And then once you're beaten to shit, I'm walking out of here alone. So he beats the shit out of her, immediately discovers she's in Antarctica, and has to kind of come back and be like, so I didn't know that. <laughs> I loved that. I really loved that she beats the shit out of her, comes back, and when she's like, can I get some help? Charlize there and is like, honestly, no hard feelings. Like, I had that coming. I know. I, I saw F9. <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, or wait, no, she was, she was the villain in fate and then she's locked in a box in F9. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, she's, she's aware of the fact that she's an asshole. And so, yeah, when she just gets absolutely blasted by Michelle Rodriguez, she's like, yeah, I deserve this. This, yeah, this was in the cards for me. Um, and so, yeah, like the fact that there's no grudge held after that point, I thought was legit awesome like <laughs> i loved that um and so then yeah once they're in antarctica it's like crap how are they gonna get out of this and the fact that it's like they're gonna get out in a really badass way it's gonna be with a submarine and they're getting picked up by the one other female character that you really want to see come back you know like I feel like I'm not on board. Okay. I'm just not on board well, with this. Well, I feel like I feel like I was wronged a lot harder by Fate and F9. And therefore, with this, this felt like a nice breath of fresh air where it like it it still feels like the same trajectory. They're not suddenly trying to be like, this next one is actually gonna be really grounded all of a sudden. No, they were like, it's it's still going to be ridiculous, but we're going to write a story that doesn't just jump the shark. Or it, when it does jump the shark, it'll, it'll have a reason. jump the giant flaming bowling ball bomb. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was, I was very I happy Which I thought was one that. of the stupidest scenes in the entire franchise. 
Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Honestly, the more I've thought about this movie, the more I hate it. Wow. And yeah, for Because, like, credits rolled and I was like, oh, that wasn't bad. That was fun. That was probably one of the better ones. Mm Mm-hmm. And the more I've thought about it, I'm just like, mm, no. Wow. Um, yeah, a couple other things. Uh, the the new guy. Um, shoot, I'll have to look up his name, but uh, he's he's playing Jack Reacher right now. Um, but uh, big big muscly dude that took over um, the oh yeah whatever it's called the organization. Yeah, or I think whatever. it's just called the organization, something like that. I don't like how I said organization. Um, but uh, I've got his name right. Alan Richson. I thought Alan Richson was a really cool character um, where he he seemed competent. He seemed like, you know, a good, you know, take him out and rah, 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 and, you know, a really good um, dude to have on your side. And so when it turned out that he was evil the whole time, I was like, oh, shit. Damn it. Okay. And he was just like on the sidelines enough that I buy it. I buy that he was he was a double agent the whole time. I feel like there are certain times where it's like, no, that dude was way too angry when we were unsuccessful here and here and here, or he shot too many bad guys for him to actually be a bad guy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I dug that. Um, I, uh, I, I liked uh, the character of Isabel, the uh, Daniela Melkor. Um, she was the sister of... Oh, of the baby mama. Yeah, from Fast Five, and then she died in Fate, I think. Um, I I dug that. Um, I thought little Brian was, you know, a a decent character. I thought little Brian worked really well because he was paired off with uh, John Cena. And so seeing John Cena kind of being this, like, goofy uncle uncle guy. Yeah, Yeah. I, I dug that. Um... I also dug the uh, the cannon car. I thought the cannon was car cool. was ridiculous yeah. in in the coolest, best Fast and the Furiousy way. Um, but also all of the kidnappings at high speeds. Yep. I, how many were there? I, I mean, there was at least two change change of hands. Yeah. So yeah, it, that is two more than most movies have. But I, I didn't think it was too overly excessive, you know. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, something that uh, was mentioned that I absolutely agreed with. Uh, I would say Brie Larson in this felt the way Brie Larson should be as Captain Marvel. Uh, I thought she showed a good amount of emotion. She wasn't too animated, but she wasn't stoic like she is in Captain Marvel. Um, she was a bit more emotive than in, like, Endgame. Um, so, yeah. I just it, don't think she did a good job. I don't think she did a phenomenal job. I'm, I think she did just well enough that I'm looking forward to seeing what she does in the next movies. Now, I'm also just not a Brie Larson fan. The, yeah. From yeah. what I've seen her in, I have not seen her in a lot. Yeah. I would say you haven't seen her in some of her best roles. I would agree with that. You've seen her in some of her most iconic roles, but those are not but her best. those are not her best, Which yeah. is sad. And I feel like because of that, she's more and more often getting cast based on her uh, reputation mm-hmm. as opposed to her actual abilities. And so, uh, 
it kind of feels like she's phoning it in more and more often. Or, I agree. Or uh, expecting her own reputation and vibe to do the heavy lifting. There are a few people that I feel like could do this. I feel like there are times when uh, you just want Samuel L. Jackson to come on set and be Samuel L. Jackson the whole time. Mm-hmm. And if he like totally downplays a character, it's like, man. Sam like Ryan Reynolds. Um, okay. I could maybe see that. Like, yeah, yeah. Because Ryan Reynolds does show up and just play himself. But at the same time, I feel like playing himself, he's still giving it his all. Whereas Sam Jackson can almost show up and be lazy Sam Jackson. I, yeah, <laughs> like, I can see that. Every once in a while it'll happen. And you're just like, I, why do I love it? Oh my gosh. Same with Harrison Ford. I'd say Harrison Ford is the poster child of coming in and being like, I'm Harrison Ford. You're lucky you got me. <laughs> and he doesn't give any more than that. And everyone's like, thank you. Thank that man. Um, but yeah, I feel like Brie Larson sort of has that like, I'm Brie Larson. What more do you want? And I'm kind of sitting there oftentimes going, eh, I want more than that. Yeah. 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 Uh, but in this one, I thought uh, she did better than most recent Brie Larson movies. Um, they brought back Diogo, the uh, the guy who's like in charge of the street racing scene down in Brazil. Who's yeah. like, yeah, very small part. But the fact that as soon as he showed up, I was like, I remember this guy from Fast Five. And then he gets killed off. I kind of have this moment of like, oh. <gasps> I'm, I feel things. This, this made me feel some emotions. Dang it. Anyways, what's next? So like, I wasn't like it just heartbroken. Me of the TikTok sound where it's like, oh, that was Melanie. She was really nice. I've, I have not heard that one. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so. Oh, I started mentioning this earlier. At some point, Han eats a muffin that's uh, drugged or something. And he starts very like, much drugged. Yeah, he starts like hallucinating and really like tweak not tweaking, but uh, um, he's tripping. He's tripping balls, and he just like notices he's tripping, and he doesn't finish his muffin, and that's it. And I was so sad. I was like, no, I want the next scene to just be Han tripping ass for like a while. That would be so cool. I loved that idea, and they didn't do anything with it. Um, I. I honestly, I know you didn't like this, but I liked the concept that they took this huge group and broke them off into much smaller pieces in order to tell a bunch of simultaneous stories. It almost felt, I know this is going to sound blasphemous, but it felt kind of Game of Thronesy, where there's a bunch of interesting stories going simultaneously instead of just one story with 13 people in it. And so no one really gets any screen time. There's a bunch of stories. I wouldn't call them interesting. Um, I'm not sure all of them were equally interesting. But um, every time I cut back to John Cena and Little Brian, I was like, oh yeah, what are they up to now? And then we cut back to uh, Dom, and I was interested in what he was going through. And then uh, it didn't cut back too often. 
But what's going on with uh, Letty and Cypher, I think, is Charlize Theron. Uh, and I was interested in them. I was super interested in seeing what John, uh, Jason Momoa was, was up to. Um, so, yeah. Um, I was uh, I was very happy with this. I personally, I think I would put it as like... At first, I said it was my third favorite right after 1 and Fast 5. I think that's a bit high. But I would definitely say, like, you have your legitimately good uh, Fast and the Furious movies. You have your, like, fine Fast and the Furious movies. And you have, like, your ridiculous, dumb Fast and the Furious movies. And I would say this is easily the best of the ridiculous and dumb. So that's still pretty far down on the list, then. I think think that's actually still in the top half <laughs> <laughs> oh um i haven't no one's really talking about this in like the main canon but hobbs and shaw is also in the uh fate and f9 group where it is so relentlessly stupid mm-hmm. that i hate it mm-hmm. i hate hobbs and shaw i will say this though and you've already mentioned him ryan reynolds has a small part in hobbs and shaw and i he does love his character <laughs> it's ridiculous um and so in uh fast 10 they're just bringing back all the characters from the Everybody. franchise except for the spanish brothers from fast five and uh, well there's still two more movies yeah so i'm hoping to see them come back i'm hoping to see ryan reynolds come into main canon um i'm betting we will see time travel, and that is how see. Dom and his son will get saved from the dam. I feel like uh, being saved from the dam, that's going to be a much more straightforward escape. I feel like uh, time travel is probably how we're going to bring back John Cena. Because mm. I, was, I was really surprised. Do you think he really died? I think right now, because I'm anticipating time travel, I think he really did. Mm. Because I think time travel will be the way of saying, no, that really happened. It's still being undone, but it did really happen, you know? Okay. So, um, I could see that happening. Uh, One other thing, if we're using time travel to save John Cena, I could also see that being how we're going to save... the three in the airplane yeah or four four in the airplane because we've got ludicrous um roman yeah tejan roman tejan roman Roman, uh the girl um sunday from game of thrones (laughs) and han yeah he's also in the plane so either we're going to use time travel to save john cena and the airplane four or the airplane four are just fine that's just I think how. the Airplane 4 are going to be just fine. I don't think John Cena died in that fire really? crash. Okay. I think he pulled a Han. And I think time travel is going to be used on Dom. Okay. Because if you're going to go as far as time travel in the Fast and Furious universe, you're going to use it on your main guy. Hmm. And I was kind of thinking you're going to have your main guy use it on the people most important to him his son 
I think we are going to see future Dom come and save present Dom and Brian. Interesting. Okay. I could see that. That's my prediction. Okay. I'm, I'm predicting. But I think they're going to make us wait until part three. I could see that. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling part two, we're not going to see any Dom. You think I Dom think they're going to tie up be dead all, all the other. Two. I think they're going to tie up all the other loose ends. And then three is going to be how they go back and. Wow. That's my prediction. Okay. Um, I can dig that. Um, and we will see. And The Rock came back in an end credit scene. And I was excited to see I it think back. that's why we got it. Because I don't think Dom is going to have a big part in the second part of the finale. Oh. Which would leave room for The Rock to come in. Because okay. we know The Rock and Vin Diesel don't, don't get along. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Um... Yeah. Oh, I would also like to see, um, is it Owen Shaw? The first Shaw. Yeah. Um, something Evans. Um, yeah, I can't yeah. remember. Um, so yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of speculation being thrown around. But uh, I personally loved it, and I think, and I think uh, that Jason Momoa absolutely killed it in his character. He had he so did. much fun, and it shows. So yeah, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you can. Follow us on Instagram, the.real.couple. You can uh, email us, therealcouplepod at gmail.com. Hey, you got it this I time. I did it. You still haven't written it on the board. Um, but yeah, uh, thanks so much for joining us, and tune in next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.